Hello everyone and welcome back to the Woo Woo Podcast, a podcast for the spiritually open-minded. In this podcast, we talk all about spirituality, the mystical, the occult, the paranormal, and basically everything considered extraordinary and, well, woo-woo. Our purpose is to expand your consciousness by challenging your thoughts and your beliefs. So you think you know everything about this mysterious universe? Think again because it's about to get woo-woo. If you're a fan of ancient aliens, then you're probably familiar with the extraterrestrial race we'll be talking about this week. The Anunnaki. Just saying, it gives me chills. Anunnaki. If you're not familiar with these beings, grab your nearest teddy bear as you learn about this ancient race that is definitely not one to be messed with. We'll be deep diving into their history, their DNA, and we'll even go over how to identify if you're one of their great descendants. So let's go ahead and get started because it's about to get woo-woo. So first, let's look into the story of the Anunnaki. So it's believed that around 445,000 years ago, ancient astronauts from another planet in the cosmos came to Earth in search of gold. In the 14 tablets of Enki, one of the ancient Anunnaki gods, the history of the Anunnaki is explained in great detail. The tablets are also, also offer insight in the origins of life and how civilization came into existence on Earth. The Anunnaki translated into those of royal blood and are believed to be immortal gods that inhabited the Earth during the ancient Sumerian time in Mesopotamia. According to the Genesis account, the 12th planet, known as Nibiru, was populated by humanoids very, very, very similar to us humans. After they encountered a severe problem in their atmosphere, they went on a quest through the solar system in order to find gold, a special metal that could heal their planet. When Nibiru approached the Earth's orbit for some 432,000 years before Christ, the Nubarians used spacecraft to send individuals and essential goods from their planet to Earth. After reaching the surface, the advanced beings established bases in ancient Mesopotamia to extract the precious gold. Gold mines were established in South Africa, where they were abundant deposits of this mineral. Because doing the work of of a miner didn't suit the Nuberian teachers, the Anunnaki people were sent to do the work for them, treated as kind of slaves. They represented the working element of this society, even though their physical and, and intellectual characteristics were imposed on our current modern human standards. Nuberu, because of their superior characteristics, the Anunnaki soon rebelled against these superiors and demanded to create an inferior being in order to make this small work instead. Their leaders consulted and finally concluded that a minor being was necessary for this type of exploitation work, and thus they created a new race, race combining the, their genes with those of more evolved primates that lived in the earth at this point in time, which were probably the Astropletheus, and I could be saying that wrong. At first, Enki and Nimna, two of the leaders, designed beings with being formidable strength and size who worked for the Anunnaki on Earth, helped to extract gold. 
As perfect as this sounds, their creation had an important flow. They could not reproduce, and so these so-called gods had to continuously create more of them to keep mining the process running at the desired capacity. As the time passed, Inki and Nimna developed several beings until they reached their desired goal. After all their struggle, they received what was sought, that the new beings could be reproduced among them. So the very first human race appeared in the form of Homo erectus. Every time Nubaro moved away from Earth, a part of the gods returned to their home planet until the cycle of 3,600 years ended. At this time, the Sumerians call it a Tsar. Meanwhile, the Anunnaki remained on Earth to care for the gold mines and slaves. Just as, was it, just as it was commanded by their gods, because of the new created being possessed many human characteristics, just as their creators, they were created in their image, they finally began to fight for earthly desires. Tree of life Anunnaki taking advantage of the situation, the slaves formed an alliance and rebelled against their masters, as the Anunnaki once did. Many of them managed to escape from the mines and eventually settled as free people in other parts of the earth, living their lives as described in many ancient texts, like wild beasts. After 3,600 years of the cycle was completed once again, the leaders of the Anunnaki returned to earth and were very unhappy to see that the situation was out of control. The Anunnaki were condemned to work in the mines once more. During their brief stay on planet Earth, teachers performed more experiments to create a more sophisticated race of workers after designing. Homo habilius and Homo erectus, they developed a race capable of thinking, speaking, and reproducing and created the man also known as Homo sapiens. Scientific Chief Enki and Dr. Ninti, head of the Anunnaki, used genetic manipulation and in vitro fertilization in order to create these human beings in his image. The process consisted of the development of a biological organism in a controlled non-biological environment, similar to laboratory vessel tubes, also as shown on the seal of the ancient Sumerian cylinder. The Hebrew word for man is Adam, referring not to a single person, but rather, in our case, a tribe of human beings called the Adonites, or those who are of the earth. After the Anunnaki created the man, Homo sapiens, he still faced a big problem, the slaves who escaped and dispersed on a large part of the planet. The solution came along with a great flood that was to come as a result of what was happening in our solar system back then. This was mutually agreed upon, and the species created fugitive would be allowed to die without them knowing what was to come. However, scientific director Inky, who was one of the leaders, and convinced that his latest creation, Homo sapiens, was too complex and unique, and therefore deserved to live on this planet, and so finally decided. The events that followed brought the Great Flood, cleansing humanity except for the Homo sapiens. Recent scientific discoveries, such as the Neolithic gold mines in South Africa, or the tracking of all the human DNA to a single source called Eve. From the Genesis 
have been able to confirm the interpretation of the Sumerian records. And yet, another interesting fact is that scientists cannot relate how Homo sapiens appeared only about 49,000 years ago without any possible explanation about its sudden evolution. The study was based on the work of Zachariah Sitchin, known as the Chronicles of Earth, which presents the forbidden history of the human species. From countless studies and interpretations of the ancient civilizations that once flourished and developed using techniques now forgotten. So very, very interesting. And doesn't it sound a little like what a lot of people call the Bible? I think that was really interesting. When I first heard the story, I just thought that it was insane, like how similar the story of the Anunnaki and how they created these human beings, how similar it was to the Bible. And I don't know, it just gets me thinking. Like, did did people, did, did this Bible somehow come from these emerald tablets? And just we're just diluted down to what we have today. It's just really interesting stuff. So now we're going to talk about the Anunnaki DNA code. Science has already successfully mapped the human genome and identified the functions of specific genes and hereditary characteristics such as skin color. I mean, we've come far. But few people know that some of these DNA strands in the human genome are not even human in origin, making them quite, well, alien. A recent research paper published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences has revealed that the human genome contains at least 19 pieces of ancient viral DNA. More so, complete genetic strands of the viruses were found in 2% of the people who were tested. The ancient genetic fragments from viruses found in our genome are known as the Human Indigenous Retroviruses, or HERVs. The study examined the genome of 2,500 people across the globe and found genetic markers of HERVs. Approximately 8% of the DNA in the human body is from viral genetic fragments. These are the DNA strands that become in integrated with the human genome and passed on to several gene Darwin's theory of evolution has given a very big struggle with the views thought from the world's religions. The Anunnaki play a key role as a point of evolutionists, creationists, and ancient historians and artifacts that support the evidence of ancient civilizations being helped by extraterrestrials and ancient manuscripts. There are several accounts that imply that ancient civilizations have actually have knowledge in advanced science, and that we humans, we just kind of learned in the modern era. The double helix model of the DNA is sometimes linked with a double helix snake on a road symbol, found commonly among, well, medical symbols. This has been linked to the fact that the snake symbol is based on the DNA model, which is some evidence of ancient historians having knowledge about the DNA genome model. The ancient liturgical text of Mesopotamia was linked with different passages of the Hebrew Bible. For example, the Epic of Gilgamesh parallels the Noah's Ark story and the Genesis and the Torah 
parallels the Sumerian creation myth involving the Anunnaki. So, what do you think of this Anunnaki DNA? So, now we're going to get into some different signs that you, yes, you, may in fact be an Anunnaki descendant. So, number one, the Anunnaki hate all strict time schedules, especially being held to them. So, if you're somebody that hates strict time schedules, especially being held to strict time schedules, that's a ch- there's a chance that you might be an Anunnaki descendant. So, count down, keep track, see how many of these uh, pertain to you, because I would be interested in how many of these, you know, you relate to. So while creating paradise, the Anunnaki kept begging for more time. They wanted more and more time so that they could make the world of matter perfect in every way, shape, and formed. They were attempting to do this before setting God's greatest creation, humanity, in it. They were creating the world of the earth as we know it now. It can be argued that either they do not exist in the world where time is relevant or observable, It can also be argued that God may not have allowed the creation of paradise or earth to continue. The job was to be finished, and there was no more time to to be had. This was upsetting to the Anunnaki in either case. So if you're someone who doesn't exactly like strict time schedules, you may just be an Anunnaki descendant. Number two is Anunnaki understanding of gravitation and physics would be beyond gifted. It was late in the creation process that the Antu came into play. The Antu made movement to travel upon the Kishar's creation possible. Their work often took them away from the other Elohim, leaving them somewhat separate and having to develop different beliefs from their angelic brethren. The Antu came to believe in what was called the strict observance. This was the idea that they came up with, basically, but it basically caused them to return to the belief that there are many gods, goddesses, energies, and influences, and universal powers. They also came to believe that God may not have been the original creator of the universe. So this belief was greatly at odds with Kishar and the One Law. So do you believe, do you often find yourself gravitating towards physics that could be another sign number three is that the anunnaki are overly self-conscious especially about their bodies i know i know that seems weird but it's true when it came time to make humanity the anunnaki were responsible for the creation of the body itself they were very proud of their creation their synthesis of material energies into dna the construction of the skeletal system mapping out blood vessels and nerves and placing the organs they even created unused pathways within the brain that would be altered or mutated later as the human species grew within its early evolution when they were finished even they found even they found no fault with what resulted and proudly presented their creation to the creator. So, are you often self-conscious because the Anunnaki would want you to be proud of how you look? Anunnaki are opinionated, but do not debate what they think or know is true. The resentment that many Anunnaki always felt towards the creator and their suspicions that he or it was actually a demiurge. 
which I can do a separate episode on what a demiurge is. Word of these suspicions slowly leaked itself. These rumors spread through the angelic hierarchies, and the other Elohim began to bubble over with controversy. The one of the Elohim named Achmaral had an apocalyptic vision of the earth and it foretold the fall of humanity from god's grace and a great war in the heavens when the anunnaki heard of ahiral's vision they were concerned but still they felt that taking sides over the creation was not worthy of debate for most anunnaki already knew that they stood and what their opinions had always been are you often opinionated but keep your mouth shut number five is that anunnaki are very earthy, having love for precious gems and metals. The fall of humanity was either true or was the result of angels acting on Akhmaral's visions. Either way, the Anunnaki had seen this before. They remembered the fall of the first earth during the war between the Atlantean and Lumerian root races. The Anunnaki were the fifth house of angels and the only group to present themselves at the fall of humanity they came to the human species presenting precious metals and jewels before adam and eve or the original tribes of humankind these may have been fragments left over from the great weapon that had caused the fall of atlantis and the destruction of the first earth so are you one of those people who loves collecting rocks minerals or crystals Number six is that the Anunnaki are naturally creative and they love creating useful new tools. It became clear that the Anunnaki, that they needed help, they needed help of humans, they needed the help of humans if they were to ever survive. They needed us much more than humanity needed them. After the fall of humankind, the malefactors were determined to help humans survive. They offered to create tools and shelter. So do you like to create Number seven is that the Anunnaki's take things very personally and take rejection very hard. The Anunnaki were greatly hurt by this second rejection, and many began to despair that they could not never be with humans on their terms. It was equally hurtful when most of the human species declared war against their proud creators. The choice and opportunity is always before humanity for us to remember more of who they are. Even as the humans rebelled against the Anunnaki so long ago, although deeply saddened, they also had never been more proud of the creation. Seeing the human species step up and take hold of their evolution may be the reason why most of the Anunnaki had left. What does this say about the human species and the Anunnaki? Many have pondered this question, but it's something that cannot clearly be known for sure. So do you get your feelings hurt easily? Number eight is that the Anunnaki are morally neutral, believing in spirituality and science. When the Great War first began, Lucifer and the Iron Legion swore to defend and never kill any member of the human species. When humans went to war against the archangelic powers, the humans that wanted to remain neutral were considered traitors to the human species. The leader was the leader of the conscious objectors that followed the Anunnaki model of pacifism was killed by his own brother. And this is how the story of Cain and Abel or Enki and Elil in modern Anunnaki tales and mythology came to be. When the first murder occurred, 
The many of the Anunnaki were among the first to return from Lucifer decrees and peaceful ways. They wanted to remake creation on their terms and began to use their abilities, relics, and tools to harm fallen and human alike. This is where the peaceful story of the Anunnaki ends in most histories. Are you the type of person who believes in the balance of spirituality and science? So many of these eight so how many of these eight traits did you connect with? None? All? If it's all, then congratulations. You may just be an original descendant of the Anunnaki. So that is all that I have for you guys today. Just a quick, I guess, because it's 20 minutes, which is very, very short for me. But it's a quick 20-minute podcast. Wow. I'm proud of myself. So the Anunnaki, this is a story that really, it, it kind of scares me because it just seems so, like, similar to the Bible. And, like, obviously, like, I believe they got it from the Mesopotamians, right? So they might have, the Bible kind of just adopted these stories and were like, okay, well, we're going to change the names here and we're going to give people, I don't know, more hope, I guess. I think it's really interesting that, like, when you, I don't know, when you're reading the Bible, you're technically reading the stories of the Anunnaki, and the names, and the species, and everything were changed, and, um, yeah, you're praising aliens, or extraterrestrials. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I'm just being silly. But anyways, you guys, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm so sorry that this was a quick episode, um, but it was. Anyways, you guys, thank you guys so much for watching, and I will catch you later in the next podcast.